When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Incredible. Incredible play, 35-yard touchdown. Alan Lazard, six-foot-five frame, needing every bit of it. What a great look. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. Rodgers in trouble again, and he's sacked again by Quinnen Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we've got some breaking news in addition to everything going on in the official first day of NFL free agency. What an impactful day this was if you are a Jets fan. Amazing stuff. And to talk about it, our friend who is the owner and the founder of WalterFootball.com, Walter Cherapinski. Walter, another crazy day. I think this one... Might have been, if you're a Jets fan, the biggest day of them all so far. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. Uh, it was a wild day. Uh, it's it kind of funny that Aaron Rodgers kind of hijacked everything at 1 o'clock. Like, nothing was <laughs> happening. Like, there were no signings. Like, every team was like, wait, wait, let's not sign anyone. Let's, let's see what Aaron Rodgers has to say. Uh, but then, like, after he was done talking, uh, all the signings happened uh, later in the day. So, it was, uh, yeah, definitely an interesting day, especially if you're a Jets fan. So with that said, Walter, let's begin with Aaron Rodgers because we always do. And today he made a lot of news. He went on with his old friend Pat McAfee at one o'clock and there were about 300,000 people that were watching this live. Incredible because McAfee gets a ton of views, but a lot of them come after the fact. But for that many people to be watching live Tons of people who are Jets fans, Packers fans, reporters, people from all walks of life that follow the NFL, whether professionally or just as fans were watching this to see what Rodgers was going to say. 
And I'll be honest with you, Walter, the first 15 minutes of this conversation, I thought we were all going to be in for a letdown because he was talking about the darkness retreat. And then he was going on and on about the history of the Green Bay Packers and Lambeau Field and all of that. But then about 15 minutes into this, he was asked a question by Pat McAfee that completely turned things around. And boy, did this become one of the most fascinating interviews I've heard in a really long time on a sports program. McAfee asked about where Rodgers was at. And Rodgers at first confused me because he said he thought there was going to be a misunderstanding because a lot of people were expecting him to break all this news, but he was just there to update his side of what's happening. And then he dropped the bombshell. He said the words, I'm currently under contract to the Packers, but my intention is to play for the Jets. That stopped me in my tracks, and from there, it got even more interesting as he laid out the timeline of how this went down. Walter, he said that when he walked off the field that final time in the last game that Green Bay played in the 2022 season against the Lions where they lost in their chance to go to the playoffs, it was a win and in, and they weren't able to get the victory that day. He purposely walked off the field with Randall Cobb because he thought there was a very good chance that was going to be his last game. He thought he was headed for retirement. It seemed to be going in that direction. And so then he was getting these messages from the Packers. Whatever it is you want to do, it's fine. If you want to come back, great. If you don't, we'll figure out something. If you want to retire, we'll honor you. And so he decided he was going to take his time to figure it out. Went into the darkness retreat and he said... That going into that darkness retreat, he thought there was about a 90% chance that he was going to come out and decide to retire. But then he came out of the darkness retreat and he started to see a tone change from the Packers. All of a sudden it went from whatever you want to do, we're willing to accommodate you. You want to come back? Cool. You want to get traded? Fine. You want to retire? Great. It went from that to don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. See ya. We don't want you here. Get out. And all those comments we saw from Murphy were reflective of that. It pissed Aaron Rodgers off, lit a fire under him. And then at that point, he wanted to talk to the Jets because he understood there was mutual interest there. He liked their roster and all of that. Spoke to them, sat down, thought it over, put his body through some physical tests because he wanted to make sure that he felt he could handle the rigor of another season in the NFL. And once that was complete, and he was convinced he could do another season. He informed the Jets and the Packers that he was ready to join the Jets. So this was Friday, and this is what Trey Wingo said yesterday. So once again, Trey Wingo had it correct where nobody else did. And so since Friday, the Jets and Packers have known his intentions in terms of where he wanted to go and what he wanted to do for next season. A lot of other interesting things came out of this too, Walter. He was asked about the report that he had a wish list for the Jets that he submitted. We talked about this yesterday. Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, who the Jets did end up signing, Odell Beckham Jr., Mercedes Lewis. And Aaron Rodgers said, and this was a great quote, ask Shefty what I told him when he somehow got my number, talking about Adam Schefter. And who's that other reporter? Rossini, Diana Rossini. I'd tell her the same thing if she'd reached out to me. Lose my number. Nice try, pal. Which, by the way, Schefter tweeted out a screenshot of that and said, can confirm Aaron Rodgers' report. And I thought that was a pretty funny callback by Schefter. Good-natured about what Aaron Rodgers said dunking on him during this show. And what Rodgers said was there was no list. What happened was he spoke to the Jets the other day. And they were asking him about different players that he's played with 
or that they know that he has a connection to, and they were curious about his thoughts in terms of possibly bringing them in. He hadn't submitted any list. He hadn't asked for any specific players. They were asking him, and he was giving his opinion. And he said, look, somebody asked me about Alan Lazard. What am I supposed to say? He's an awesome dude, works hard, great teammate, awesome in the locker room. Any team would be lucky to have him. So the Jets went out and signed him, and he said that it's not because he specifically asked them to do it. It's because they thought he was a good fit, and they wanted his input on whether or not Lazard would be a good addition to the team. There were a lot of other things that came out of this as well. Nathaniel Hackett, we knew that Aaron Rodgers liked Hackett, but what we didn't know is how much he liked Hackett. He said that even though Hackett's hiring didn't factor into his interest in the Jets at the time because he was strongly leaning towards retirement, the fact that they have Hackett is really good. And he said that he loves Hackett Hackett is one of his favorite coaches he's ever had, and the fact that he's the Jets coordinator is huge. He also said that, of course, it is a major disservice to both him and Hackett to claim that the Jets only hired Hackett to try to get to him, especially since at the time, as he said, he was strongly leaning towards retirement. Rodgers also addressed all the reports that were coming out about him. He said, when it comes to me, there have been a lot of fake reports out there. There were some people who had accurate information, and funny enough, it was mostly people who are Jets fan commentators. That cracked me up, and it certainly seemed like that was the case. A lot of these guys that are very well-respected insiders, Schefter, Rappaport, he mentioned Diana Rossini as well, a lot of the information that they had didn't seem to be accurate, and there was a lot of information that they didn't have. Again, the hero here is Trey Wingo, who may actually be the hottest free agent on the market right now. I would think that ESPN, NFL Network, Fox, CBS, all of these places should be trying to steal Trey Wingo away from Pro Football Network. By the way, for what it's worth, Wingo says that this deal is basically 99% done so for all of the talk that the Packers may be holding this up, which is what Aaron Rodgers said, he said that it's his understanding that the Packers are the ones holding this up. I suspect that it's just a matter of the two sides agreeing on money or Walter, as you said to me before we started recording, perhaps there are conditions that need to be ironed out here, but I suspect this is going to get done because even though a lot of the media Walter has been saying that Rodgers handed a gift to the Packers because now everybody knows he wants to go to the Jets and it's going to look terrible if they don't get him. By the same token, let's be honest about this. Yes, technically, the Packers could hold on to him because the cap hit would go up a little bit if they trade him before June. And also, they don't have to pay that bonus until the first week of the season. There is no way they want this hanging over the franchise. First of all, Rodgers can make their lives very difficult if he wants. He could go on Pat McAfee once a week or go on Joe Rogan or whoever it is he wants to talk to and go on and on about the Packers and just trash them. I know he doesn't want to do that because he talked about how grateful he is for his time with the Packers, and he also talked about how much he loves Packers fans, but if they force him into that, he could do it. Also, we both know that the Packers do not want Aaron Rodgers hanging over Jordan Love's head. 
the last thing they need for a 24-year-old kid who's trying to step into the shoes of arguably the greatest Packer of all time. By the way, Rodgers said that. He said, I'm arguably the greatest player in franchise history. That is a fact. He is absolutely in the discussion, if nothing else. I would argue that he is the best Packer of all time, but he is absolutely in the discussion, no question. You do not want Jordan Love, who has an impossible task in front of him to begin with, to have to deal with that. So they are going to absolutely have to get rid of him before June at the latest. But I would think they want this done as soon as possible so that they can move on. And especially if there are draft picks that they want that would be included in the 2023 draft, they're going to want to get that done before the draft too. So I think this gets done fairly quickly. Trey Wingo mentioned that as well. I did also find it fascinating, Walter, that Aaron Rodgers went out of his way to say that none of this is on Jordan Love and that he thinks Jordan Love is a great kid and he's going to be a really good quarterback and he made a lot of progress from the time he came in as a rookie to this past season where he really seemed to develop into somebody that the Packers believe can be their franchise quarterback. But he also made it clear that he didn't feel like the current Packers leadership was really in his corner. We know that he said some things about Matt LaFleur in the past, but now we talked about Mark Murphy, the team president, and Brian Gutenkirst, the general manager. And Rodgers said that his guy was Ted Thompson, who was the general manager of the Packers when Rodgers was drafted. Murphy was brand new when Rodgers was the one that Thompson pushed for. He pushed Favre out the door. They could have taken Favre back. They didn't. They said it's Rodgers' time. And so he seemed to be very close with Ted Thompson, but doesn't seem to have that kind of relationship with Mark Murphy and with Brian Gutenkurs. And Gutenkurs was the one who made the decision to draft Jordan Love. Obviously, Mark Murphy, as team president, had to sign off on that. And it clearly pissed Rodgers off. We knew that. But he really verbalized it in this interview with Pat McAfee. He said that they drafted Jordan Love to replace him. And clearly they thought that a decline was coming, but it didn't happen. Rodgers had two straight years of MVP level seasons. And so it sort of painted the Packers into a corner and now they know they have to move on. And what Rodgers said was the Packers told him that they are clearly ready to move on. And so now he is as well. So a ton of news that came out of this Pat McAfee segment. I didn't expect it to be as newsworthy as it was, but boy, this was something else. If you're a Jets fan, a Packers fan, somebody who follows the NFL closely, this was a must watch. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Walter, I want to get your take on this too, as somebody who follows the NFL very closely, covers it for a living, and is also outside the Jets bubble. A lot of people are saying that the Packers have the leverage now. I don't think that's true. I think they realize that despite what they may be trying to say in public, nobody is buying this whole we'll just keep him thing. Oh, we can hang on to him until there's an injury to some other team. Aaron Rodgers has to say yes if a team acquires him because he can just turn around and go, nope, I'm going home. I'm not playing. We know he's willing to go to the Jets. Doesn't sound like he'd be willing to go to other teams. He did mention that there was some interest from other teams. Doesn't seem like it was a match from either end. He did talk about one teammate that he would have liked to reunite with. Didn't seem like the situation was right. We all pretty much know he was talking about Devontae Adams. In fact, Pat McAfee said that. And Rogers said, I'm not going to comment specifically on any players, but it sounds like there were a couple of teams that might have dipped their toe in the water. And for a variety of different reasons, it wasn't going to be a fit from either side. Rogers said he wants to play for the Jets. And now we know that 
for 100% concrete fact. Very fascinating how this all played out. Again, once he came out of the darkness and the Packers made him angry, he decided he wanted to talk to the Jets because they were the team that he was the most interested in. And so he talked to the Jets, liked what he heard, put his body through the physical tests. And once he was convinced he would be able to play again another season, that's when he went to the Jets and Packers and told them his intentions. And that was this past Friday. So great stuff from Pat McAfee. Boy, is he on fire right now. That guy owns the media world. Incredible that he was able to get this exclusive from Aaron Rodgers. Walter, what were your thoughts coming out of this? Yeah, I had to learn how to watch Pat McAfee's show because I'm like the youngest boomer there is. So like, <laughs> I'm going I'm to tweet it out like, what channel on Comcast is can I find Pat McAfee's <laughs> show? And didn't even know it was on YouTube. I didn't like Google it. Um, but uh, no, it was uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and it was it was basically Rogers uh, having uh, like the, like a bunch of time to himself to criticize both the, or really to bash like the Packers management and the mainstream media. It was it was beautiful to hear. Um, uh, like I, I, it's really, it was really frustrating too, because, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Packer fan or anything, but, um, just, I, I just know that the Packers would have won the Super Bowl in 2020 if they, instead of Jordan Love, they would have drafted, you know, T Higgins or Brandon Ayuk or Michael Pittman Jr. Like a receiver. They really needed a second receiver. They didn't have one all year. They just had Devontae Adams. That was the only guy Aaron Rodgers could throw to. Uh, so uh, when they got to the NFC Championship against the Buccaneers, they couldn't really they, they couldn't keep up with the Buccaneers in a shootout because they didn't have that second receiver. And I think if they had one of those guys, they would have won. Um, so it's just you know, as someone who has admired Rodgers' career, it was kind of frustrating to see him not win a second one because the Packers made a really foolish decision in the draft to draft Jordan Love. Like maybe Jordan Love pans out. We'll see. But I, I can understand Rogers' frustration. I can understand why he wanted to quit. You know, it seems like everyone was against him. And, you know, like going into the darkness and uh, coming out with a different opinion, uh, I, it, it's tough to say whether it was the Packers, uh, you know, um, you know, like having a changing their tune, like wanting to get rid of him, or if it was like the purple aliens he saw in his visions, or if it was, uh, you know, other, other things like the media or something like that. Like it could have been a bunch of things and, you know, changed his opinion. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful for it because, uh, you know, all these old quarterbacks are gone. Like Peyton Manning retired a while ago. Tom Brady's gone now, or at least we think. Uh, Drew Brees is gone. Uh, Rodgers is kind of like the, the last quarterback from that era. Uh, still around so um, it, it'll be cool to see him play uh, for another couple of years especially with a Jets team that that is I, I think the roster is loaded so uh, yeah I was excited to to hear him uh, say that he was gonna that his intentions were to play for the Jets and I, I think you're you're right on the money saying that um, you know the Packers don't have all the leverage um, I don't think the Jets have all the leverage either I think it's kind of split right now which I mm -hmm. think is why uh, Trey Wingo is correct in saying it's about 99% done um, and hopefully we'll, we'll know in a few few days but yeah I mean the, the Packers can wait a few weeks if they want like nothing's gonna like trading trading Rodgers on you know March 16th compared to April 16th not not a huge difference but when you get past April 27th through 29th that's when the draft is mm -hmm. um, you know if you if you trade Rodgers after that you're not getting the 2023 picks you're getting the 2024 picks and so, you know, the, I, I imagine the Jets' uh, draft choices are going to be way later uh, in the draft um, if they acquire Rodgers uh, than they are now. So the, the Packers are going to lose out on draft positioning if they wait. 
So I think like that's another reason uh, why I think it's going to get done sooner rather than later. Also, Rogers, uh, you know, he he's he can go like you said, he can go on all these shows. I'm, I'm sure that, uh, you know, uh, all of the Packers management, they, I'm sure he knows of some skeletons in the closet. He can come out and reveal them. I'm sure, they don't want to hear that. So I, I, I have a feeling that this will get done, um, you know, probably by the end of the month. We'll see. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Walter, as a follow-up to everything we just talked about with Aaron Rodgers, one other corresponding move I really think the Jets need to make is they got to go out and get Gardner Minshew because you're looking at the quarterbacks that are still available, and we're going to get into this when we talk about the quarterbacks that are still on the board right now, and there is slim pickings out there, at least with Minshew. You know he's capable of being a starter for a little while if you need him. He's not a guy that you want as your full-time starter, but you want him at least there as an option. Even if they land Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be 40 years old in December. You need a good insurance policy And obviously, you want Zach Wilson, if you're the Jets, to sit this year and redshirt. You don't want him forced into action because you know that with a new coordinator and hopefully if Rodgers comes in, they're going to try and rework his mechanics. They're going to try and rebuild him. You do not want to mess that up by shoving him out there too quickly. That's the exact mistake that they made this past season when they shut him down and then forced him back in there because Mike White got hurt. They should have just played Joe Flacco because at that point, neither one of those guys was going to do much for you. But in the end, you had the potential to do way more long-term damage to Zach Wilson than Joe Flacco because Joe Flacco had one foot out the door. With Zach Wilson, the more he went out there and struggled, 
the harder it was going to be to rebuild him if you thought that that was a possibility. And so they don't want him to be in a position where he might have to play. He can't be the backup because if the starter gets hurt, then he would have to go in and they do not want that. So they should go out there and grab Gardner Minshew right now. You and I were talking about this before we started recording. Gardner Minshew could probably be had for something close to what Andy Dalton got to go to the Panthers, two years, $10 million, something in that range. The Jets can make that work monetarily because they were in on two big free agents that we are going to talk about in a little bit. I think it's a move that they absolutely should make immediately. It would also relax things with the Packers standoff as well because right now the Packers can sit there and say, well, what are you going to do if you don't get Aaron Rodgers? You're totally screwed. If they get Minshew, they can at least say, Minshew's not ideal, but at least we've got a viable option to start if we need it. Either way, they're going to need somebody of his caliber. Might as well go get it done right now. Yeah, um, it, you're right about Slim Pickens at uh, the the quarterback position. It's still remaining because Jacoby Brissett signed uh, with the with, with Washington today. So the, the top five quarterbacks I have remaining in free agency right now are Gardner Minshew's number one, then Teddy Bridgewater, followed by Cooper Rush. Uh, Marcus Mariota and Carson Wentz. Um, so, like, not not great options there. You know, Teddy Bridgewater. If you could guarantee that he would stay healthy, um, I, I think he would look more appealing. But he always gets injured. You can't count on him. Uh, Cooper Rush doesn't have much starting experience. He was four and one though last year uh, in relief of Dak Prescott. So, I don't think that's a bad option if you miss out on Minshew. Um, and then you have Mariota, who's not bad. Uh, you know, he, he's kind of underwhelming with Atlanta last year, but Atlanta had nothing uh, at the skill position. You know, they, they have Kyle Pitts, but he got injured. They had Drake London. He was a rookie. Uh, I feel like the Jets have more weapons, and, and so Mariota could play better, but, I mean, I, I'd rather have Minshew. And, and then you have Carson Wentz, who's just looked he, – he just looks broken right now. You know, the thought, the thought occurred to me that, you know, if the Packers – or if the Jets get uh, Aaron Rodgers, then uh, someone like Wentz might – makes sense because he's relatively young and so by the time Rodgers is ready to retire the Jets can be like okay are we gonna try to go with Zach Wilson or Wentz and we could maybe develop one of them in the meantime uh and then I, I saw that Wentz is somehow older than uh Marcus Mariota which is uh pretty shocking to me um Mariota is a year younger even though he came out a year earlier uh so may maybe Mariota is the the answer there like the kind of like melding of like the young quarterback who has still has some potential uh, and also someone who could step in and start right away. So I, I, I think that, you know, overall it's, it probably should be Minshew or Mariota. Walter, let's talk about some more Jets related news. Jets lost three players to other teams today. Jeff Smith, who's really more of a special teams guy, but was an occasional wide receiver. He goes to the Giants, not a huge loss, but I know he was well liked in the locker room and among the coaching staff. So nice little pickup there for the Giants. Jeff Smith doesn't have to go very far. That's a bonus for him. Nathan Shepard goes to the Saints. And Sheldon Rankins, who used to play for the Saints, goes to the Houston Texans. So the Jets lose those guys, but they did end up bringing back Solomon Thomas on a one-year $3.9 million deal. He's a pretty solid depth piece for the Jets this past year. I know the coaching staff really likes him. 
He played for Salah a little bit in San Francisco too. So Jets get him back. And then the Jets were in on two players that they weren't able to close deals with. Fletcher Cox stays with the Eagles on a one-year $10 million deal. The Jets tried to get him, but he ended up staying in Philly, gave them a bit of a hometown discount. And Orlando Brown, the Jets were in on him. I was shocked about that because of how expensive I thought he was going to be. Four years, $64 million, a $31 million signing bonus. I got to figure that there's even more guarantees in there because four for 64 for one of the best left tackles in football seems pretty strange to me. The Jets made a run, weren't able to get it done. As far as other guys that could impact the Jets, Baker Mayfield signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers today. As you mentioned, Walter, Jacoby Brissett on a one-year deal to the Commanders. And then I thought this was interesting. Ezekiel Elliott got released today. I know he's not what he used to be, but Brees Hall is going to be coming back from an injury. Michael Carter had a very disappointing second season. Bam Knight had a couple of nice games and then fell off a cliff. The Jets are going to need insurance at running back. And Ezekiel Elliott, if they can get him on a cheap one-year deal, might not be a terrible move. Kareem Hunt is another one that I kind of like. But I think they should try and get one of those veteran running backs. I think you can probably get them on a reasonable one-year deal. And again, not that Kareem Hunt or Ezekiel Elliott are as good as they were at their peak. But those are guys that I think could really help the Jets potentially in 2023, especially if they're trying to win now. So, Walter, your thoughts on those moves? The Jets losing a couple of guys, going all in to try and get a couple of unexpected pieces. And then what are your thoughts, too, on the running backs that I just mentioned, both Kareem Hunt and Ezekiel Elliott and potentially other running backs that the Jets might be able to get? Well, I, I think it's a good thing they didn't overpay Fletcher Cox. Uh, I mean, Fletcher Cox has been a great player throughout his career with the Eagles, but he, he's kind of declined last year. He's 32 now. He's not the same player he once was. Like he's still a good player. Uh, don't get me wrong, but he's he's pretty weak. Uh, like he got he got like uh, pretty run over um, in, in in the run support. So. Um, you know, I, I just I wouldn't have signed a 32 year old declining player. Um, so I, I think it's a good thing the Jets stayed away from that. And you know, the Eagles got him back for one year, so they're not really taking much of a risk. So I, I thought it was like good move for both parties. Um, getting uh, Orlando Brown would have been awesome. Um, and I think you're right that Orlando Brown's probably getting a lot of money guaranteed on that four for 64 deal that he got. Uh, we were talking before we started recording, and I I, I told you that. I thought Brown would get something like four for 84. Uh, so the, the numbers were uh, kind of surprising to me. I, and I love the signing for Cincinnati, by the way. I think the Bengals um, should be considered the favorites uh, to win the AFC. I, I know the Chiefs obviously just won, but uh, the Bengals almost beat them in the AFC championship. And they had they had some injuries. And um, now Kansas City lost some players, and the Bengals got Orlando Brown. I, I think the Bengals are the favorites. I, I know I told you about the Jets in the Super Bowl, but – um, I, I think I'm going to be betting the Bengals as well, um, as I, I like to bet one or two favorites to kind of hedge uh, against the, the longer shots I take. Um, so those are the the high priced guys that the Jets missed out on. As far as like the lower end guys, um, you know, Sheldon Rankins was the best of the the three guys you mentioned. Um, he, but the problem with him is that he has trouble staying healthy. So you know, it's, uh, having him sign a shorter term deal with Houston, I, I think that makes sense. Um, and I, I feel like the Jets could kind of easily replace him yeah, maybe with a draft pick or another signing it's not like Rankins is this great player he's like he's a pretty decent rotational guy but that's that's about it at this stage of his career um Jeff Smith was kind of like famous on uh in DFS circles 
uh, because he had a he had a game last year where he caught four passes for 77 yards, which is uh, 11.7 fantasy points on DraftKings, um, which is like fantastic for a player at like minimum salary. So I remember the following week, everyone wanted to play Jeff Smith. I'm like, <laughs> all right, guys, uh, calm down there with Jeff Smith. He's he's uh, he's a special teamer. He's not going to do this every week. And uh, people got bailed out because I think he was out the following week. So. Um, it's like my one memory of Jeff Smith. Uh, the Giants got him, you know, upgrade on special teams. That's that's fine. Uh, and then they got Solomon Thomas back. That's that's okay too. I mean, obviously he has a lot of uh, playing experience in Robert Sala's system, and uh, he's you know, he's a decent rotational guy. Um, so as far as the running backs go, uh, I'm not a fan of Ezekiel Elliott just because, it, like, I, I feel like Dallas ran him too much uh, in comparison to Tony Pollard. Uh, Pollard was so much better last year, and yet it was just so frustrating to see Elliott get the start over him and get carries. I, I think they split touches evenly, but still, it should it felt like it should have been Pollard 60 to 40, 65, 35, something like that. So I, I'm just, I was just like frustrated with Elliott, but you know, he's he's not a bad running back, like, he's, he's going to be an upgrade over James Robinson or Zaman Knight or um, or Michael Carter. Um, but he's definitely not the player that he once was from 2016 to 2019. Like if they just sign him, there, there might be some excitement from people who might remember those days, but he, he looks, he's looked like he's, he's been running in quicksand, uh, past few years. So it's not too exciting. I'd rather go after Kareem Hunt. Um, he, he doesn't have much of a workload from the past few years because he's been stuck behind Nick Chubb. So I I think him having fresh legs is, is pretty appealing, um, now, I mean, I, I think he was better before he got in trouble, you know, with Kansas City. He was he, he has some fantastic years, but I still think he could have some good seasons um, in, in the NFL and he's a free agent. So uh, that, that that's someone I think just to target um, as far as running backs is concerned. Walt, there's some other moves around the NFL. Vikings re-sign running back Alexander Madison. Steelers grab Cole Holcomb, the linebacker. Jamal Williams, the running back from the Lions, goes to the Saints. Good pickup for them. I know the Jets and Bills were both interested. As we've said before, Aaron Rodgers, a big Jamal Williams fan, so a lot of people thought that that might mean the Jets would pursue him. He ends up going to the Saints. Kalen Saunders, the defensive tackle, also goes to the Saints. Former Jets running back James Robinson forgot to mention him because, to be honest, Walter, he barely played for the Jets. That was a strange trade. They went and traded for him to try and help replace Brees Hall after Brees Hall went down with his injury, but he just never really clicked with the coaching staff, didn't play much. He ended up really doing nothing for the Jets. He didn't like it here for obvious reasons. They didn't give him the opportunities he thought he deserved. So now he's hoping he'll get them with the New England Patriots, who also got Juju Smith-Schuster, by the way, or TikTok boy, as A.J. Brown would call him. Deshaun Williams, the defensive tackle, signs with the Panthers. Miles Sanders, if we're talking about running backs, really good running back, but not really a big fan of giving running backs the kind of money that Miles Sanders got. He got a big contract from the Panthers, who also signed tight end Hayden Hurst the Dolphins grab safety Deshaun Elliott the Colts grab defensive tackle Taven Bryan the Cardinals grab Kevin Strong defensive tackle Juan Thornhill safety goes to the Browns Kyle Allen is going to replace Case Keenum as Josh Allen's backup with the Bills so now they've got Allen and Allen sounds like a law firm there in Buffalo and one other notable signing here Cleland Farrell who at one point was the fourth pick in the draft that was in the 2019 draft he was picked one pick after Quinn and Williams he never really worked out it's funny because when you watch this tape before the draft it was just strange I know he went to Clemson and he had 
quite a few sacks there, but he had a really slow first step, and you're watching him saying this guy really doesn't have a ceiling of more than a decent player, which is pretty much what he turned into, and he ends up now going to the 49ers after the Raiders didn't even pick up his 50-year option. Big shock, by the way, that it didn't work out for Mike Mayock in that front office after decisions like that. So, Walter, that's what was going on outside of the Jets today in terms of transactions. We talked about the quarterbacks before. What are your thoughts on these moves? Which ones did you like? Which ones did you not like? Uh, to, go, to, go, to go in order of what you're talking about, I, I love the Alexander Madison um, re-signing that the Vikings had. Um Madison, like, he's a really talented running back, and he's kind of like Kareem Hunt where he's been stuck behind another running back and he doesn't have uh, too much wear and tear on his body. Um, I, I think that, you know, when he's been in the games, uh, when Dalvin Cook has missed action, there hasn't been much of a drop of production um, from Cook to Madison. And given that the Vikings have some cap issues, they can afford to trade Cook and just go with Madison and then maybe draft the running back second, third, fourth round to pair with Madison. I think that would be a great uh, move for them because it would allow them to save a lot of money at a position where you don't need to spend. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I thought that was a, a fantastic move uh, by the Vikings. I'm not as big on uh, Jamal Williams just because you kind of have to look at the run, the offensive lines he's played behind in his career. Uh, he started with the Packers, who had a great offensive line when he was there, and then he went to Detroit, and Detroit has a top-five offensive line. So he's never played behind a bad offensive line before in his career. So um, I think there's a chance that he could have some regression uh, to the mean. He scored 17 touchdowns last year. That's not going to happen again. Touchdowns are so fluky. Like, remember when uh, LeGarrette Blunt scored, like, 16 touchdowns or something one year, and then he scored, like, three the next? Or, like, Dwayne Bowe scored 15 touchdowns one year for fantasy mm-hmm. players. Might remember that. And then he scored, like, two the next year. It, it, like, touchdowns really come and go, um, and you can't really depend on them. And and so I think those 17 touchdowns made Jamal Williams look, look a little overrated. So I, I, I don't like that very much. Um, James Robinson, though, it, I thought I thought that was really interesting for the, for the Patriots. They had to replace Damian Harris. Uh, speaking of touchdowns, he had touchdown regression last year as well. Um, James Robinson had a great start to his career in Jacksonville. And then the the Jets got him. And like you said, they barely used him. And it was, it was weird. Like I was reading like some uh, media comments from him uh, or, or about him. And the Jets in January said that Robinson is going to be a big part of their team in, in 2023. And then the next news clipping was uh, uh, Robinson's not retained. So I was like, okay, what changed in the past few months? Um, maybe maybe Robinson was just dealing with injuries last year and wasn't quite himself. I, I wonder if he can bounce back next year because we've seen him play well before. Uh, I just I just think that there's a chance he wasn't 100% last year with the Jets. So um, he, I, th- I think he could do well with the Patriots, but the Patriots have uh, a lot of other issues. So um, don't really expect much from them, especially with the Juju Smith-Schuster signing. Like I thought that was pretty terrible. Uh, Smith-Schuster has regressed almost every year he's been in the NFL. Like He came into the NFL – looking fantastic, um, and he's just been worse and worse every single year since. I, I don't know why they would sign him. You know, maybe maybe they want to get hit with the kids and uh, go TikTok boy. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I think TikTok's going to be banned soon. So anyway, so Smith-Schuster is going to have some some rough times ahead. Um, they, they paid him three years, $33 million, which is just I, – I, it's just ridiculous money for him. I, I gave that a million grade, which is uh, F on, on our site. Um, and I, I didn't like the Miles Sanders signing either. I, that was not a million. That was like a C. Uh, because I, I really like Miles Sanders as a running back. Like He can go the distance anytime he touches the ball. He's a good receiver out of the backfield, even though he didn't catch that many passes last year. Like He can do it. 
Um, he's just really good overall. Uh, the problem is they gave him four years, $24 million, which is a lot of money for a running back because, you know, it, like if this were the 90s, like this would be a great signing because running backs were, were scarce back then. But now there's so many of them. Uh, it's so hard to even fit in the running backs in my mock drafts. Um, it's so like, I, I don't see why teams would overpay, uh, a not like uh, a non elite running back and Sanders is really good, but he's not elite. So I, I think I thought that was an overpay. Didn't like it very much. Um, look at some other moves. Uh, you mentioned Baker Mayfield. I thought was a strange one for the Buccaneers. I, I feel like the Buccaneers should rebuild. Um, instead they're just kind of like treading water. They, they re-signed Levante David today as well. So it, it seems like they think they can win the division, which is probably the case because the, the NFC South is so terrible, but even if they win the, the NFC South, they're going to be eight and nine. They're going to host, uh, the, the five seed like they did last year. And then they're, they're going to get blown out again. Um, especially if Mayfield's the quarterback because uh, he just he was so terrible with Carolina last year. Uh, the offensive line in, in Carolina was bad, granted, but the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay does not have a good offensive line either. So it's not like things are going to improve for him. Like Tam, Tampa Bay's offensive line was so bad that Tom Brady looked like David Carr in in that playoff game. Not not Derek Carr, David Carr, the the one who took seventy two sacks. Like he was just that. Uh, shell shocked from from getting hit so much that's what tom brady looked like in that playoff game and, and we've seen mayfield operate with bad offensive lines before so uh, i don't i don't think it's going to get any better for him uh so i i really don't like that fit um uh but i, I do like Juan thornhill going to the browns uh thornhill is just a fantastic player for the chiefs uh a, a major loss for the chiefs i, I mentioned that that they lost some players uh, thornhill is a, a big part of their secondary now the browns have him they also signed dalvin tomlinson yesterday we talked about that they signed Maurice Hurst. Uh, we don't have numbers on that yet, but um, Maurice Hurst should be a good rotational guy for them. So the, things are looking up for the Browns. Problem for them is they, they play in such a tough division. So I, I don't know if that's going to make a difference for them making the playoffs, but at least they have a better chance. And then and then Farrell um, went to the 49ers. Uh, the 49ers lost a lot of the, uh, rotational guys uh, to free agency already, like Charles Omenahu. Uh, they lost a couple other guys as well. Um, this is just a depth signing. Um, and Farrell, you know, he's still young. He still has upside. Uh, you mentioned Mayock. I, I thought Mayock's drafts were kind of hilarious if you look back at them. Like, almost all of his first-round picks busts, busted. But if you look at his mid-round picks, like, they're all fantastic. Like, he got, like, Max Crosby in the mid-rounds. He got Nate Hobbs, who's a fantastic uh, a cornerback in the mid-rounds. He got Hunter Renfro in the mid-rounds. I believe he got Darren Waller in the mid-rounds. Like, this guy was, like, awesome drafting in the mid-rounds. But for some reason, he just couldn't nail the first-round picks, and that's why he was fired. But um, I, I guess that's kind of, like, um, goes to his, like, like maybe scouting ability that he was able to, to get these guys in the mid to late rounds. I just don't know why he failed with so many first-round picks. Walter Sharapinski, the owner and founder of WalterFootball.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the first official day of NFL free agency with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out everything going on at WalterFootball.com, I know you and Charlie Campbell have a ton up there updating constantly. In fact, up to the minute you're updating over at WalterFootball.com. So what can people find over there? Yeah, we're, we have grades for every signing that happened so far, or at least the, the, the signings where the contract de details are available. And once the ones that aren't available yet, uh, we're going to have grades on them as well. So, uh, yeah, we, we're grading every single free agency signing, so you can check that out. We have a free agency tracker, too, that's updated uh, when a player signs. 
there's kind of like uh, they're kind of highlighted so you can see that they're signed. So you can see the best players available at every position at our site. Um, we also have mock drafts. Charlie Campbell uh, has his 2023 NFL mock draft. So do I. We, we both updated them uh, earlier this week. So check that out as well. Charlie has a ton of draft content too. Uh, prospect rankings, stock reports, big boards. Uh, he posted a lot of content from the combine. Um, and, and so, yeah, you can check all that out at waltzfootball.com. Make sure you check out everything going on at WalterFootball.com and check out everything we've got at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. If you want to see what Alan Lazard looks like on All-22, we've got that for you over at YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the Giant Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time to cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital at playlikeajet.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.